The following recording is 20 seconds of some angry black Mexican howler monkeys. Enjoy. Pretty crazy, right? Sounds like Jurassic Park. That was taken, recorded from the top of the Shunan Tunic Mayan ruins. And they were just surrounded by these black Mexican howler monkeys in the trees. It's really cool. I had to take out my phone and record the sounds. It, apparently the howls will travel for three plus miles. So it's super loud. So welcome back to the Peripatetic Podcast. This is episode three this time from Belize. And I'm going to say right up front, Belize is probably my favorite country I've yet traveled to. So I'm very excited for this episode to tell you about this incredible country. And I hope I do an adequate job of communicating what makes it so special. So the first thing I can I think about is, you know that feeling you get of just being around a positive person, like somebody that's happy and optimistic, that's, that's what this entire country gives me. It's just so relaxed, so casual, so simple, so friendly. The people are just amazing. They just, they're helpful. They're, they're in no rush. They're just, they're just happy and content. So I first became fascinated with this country from the show Mad Dogs, which is an Amazon Prime series. It's a fun, sort of like hangover-esque, like four, four friends travel to the country and they get into all sorts of shenanigans. But uh, I highly recommend it. It's on Amazon Prime and gives you a exposure to this country. One really cool thing is everyone speaks English and they have that really cool like Pirates of the Caribbean accent, which is probably my favorite in the English-speaking world. And Belize just appeals to me in so many different ways. Growing up, one of my favorite shows was Indiana Jones. And looking back, I think those series, those, those three Indiana Jones movies, are directly responsible for a lot of life choices I made, joining the military and my desire to travel and live an interesting life. I think like looking back directly comes from those movies and <clears throat> Belize very much appeals to that with the jungles and the the ruins and the the archaeological sites and stuff so it's a really cool Indiana Jones experience and just like I mentioned at the top of the show I just feel relaxed here you're just just comfortable people are nice it's just friendly it feels like a, a community everywhere you go and every time you get on the bus you just start chatting with people at the restaurants or wherever you're at people are just nice and they just they treat you like family and in fact I was talking to one local who is was talking about how every Belizean is his brother and sister and there's just that that mentality everywhere you go here and the, the Belizeans are really proud of their country. They fly flags outside their restaurants and their homes, and they wear Belize flags on their shirt. And there's just a lot of pride and 
contentedness. They're just very, they, they love their country, and understandably. One of the things that contributes to that is how small this country is. It's only 400,000 people. There hasn't been a census since the year 2000, so it's unknown the exact number, but it's right around 400,000, so really small. Smaller than the smallest U.S. state of Wyoming, which is like 600,000. And the actual physical footprint of it is the size of Massachusetts. So there's sort of the island effect of, like on an island, you know, you can't steal a car, for example, because where are you going to take it? You can't, you're stuck with all these people. So it kind of creates this, this virtuous thing where you got to treat everyone well because everyone knows everyone. And so there's accountability within the community. And that's sort of how this whole country is from what I can observe. The biggest city is Belize city and it's only got 70,000 people. And the capital, Belmapan, only has about 15,000. It's actually the smallest capital city in the entire world. And uh, like I said, English is the official language, but that's, as with so many things, when you're broadly classifying a, a country and a people, that's a very black and white thing for what's actually a lot more complex. Um, most people will speak Creole in their everyday life and I'll also hear Spanish. So they learned Spanish in school and I'll hear them speaking it among themselves. So it's interesting because English is on the signs and it's all their government papers and businesses and things like that, but it's not the language that they seem to prefer to use. And it's very much U.S. Uh, influenced here. They, they use miles per hour still. They use they use our our system. Um, they haven't, unlike the rest of the world, from what I understand, that uses the metric system. They're still using miles per hour and all that. And the currency is tied to the U.S. dollar. So one Belizean dollar is two. Or correction, one U.S. dollar is two Belizean dollars. And they're used totally interchangeably. So, for example, if something is 20 Belizean dollars, I can hand them a 20 Belizean dollar bill, I can hand them a $10 bill, or if I hand them a $20 bill, I'll expect to get 20 Belizean back. So it's, it's really interesting and really convenient. And there's ATMs that, most ATMs will, of course, be in Belizean, but there's also U.S. dollar ATMs. And... Um, yeah, it just, just makes it really easy. And most, most posted prices are in Belizean, so you just take that price and divide it by two, and, and uh, things are pretty inexpensive. Get a meal for five to seven bucks, and a room, staying at a really nice hostel right now for $20 a night. And yeah, it's a pretty affordable country. The, bu the buses are very affordable. One quick anecdote about the friendliness of the people. I was walking through Belize City to get to the ferry terminal and I had a bit of a wait so I was, I was gonna go grab lunch and some guy just walking down the street, big gray beard, he stops me and he says, what are you looking for, man? And I said, food, and he says, oh, follow me. And so I, I walk with this guy. He takes me to his favorite restaurant 
he points and he's like, the real good food is in here. And uh, I went in, ordered some, some barbecue chicken, which is very common. I've had barbecue chicken probably five or six times since I've been here. And as I'm eating, sitting at a table, he pops his head in the door multiple times, like gives me a big smile and thumbs up just to like see how I'm doing, how the food is. <laughs> and it was really good. He was right. And, uh, and then when I walked out, he was like, how was it, man? I was like, it was fantastic. Thank you. Thank you for the, the recommendation. And I, I gave him a, a Belizean dollar, a coin. And he just, he gave me the biggest smile and, and thank you. And just, that's just the kind of people that are here. They're just helpful and, and love to share their country. Back to the food piece, you'll just see grills like on street corners, like people will be running little restaurants out of their home. The first restaurant I ate at was just like this awning set up in a guy's front yard and he had his grill going and people are just stopping in on their lunch break and he's, he's dishing out chicken and rice and beans. That's, that's their big staple, rice and beans together. And, uh, yeah, they, and they do it well. It's really, it's good barbecue chicken. I've had it a lot. And yeah, I, other than that, I don't know what is like Belizean dishes. I had re, uh, how do you say it? Reino Negros. It was like a black soup with meat. And, but yeah, overall it seems like everywhere serves fried chicken, fried pork, rice and beans, coleslaw, typical barbecue. I realized I was just saying fried chicken. I meant grilled chicken. Um, just grilled over open barbecue, charcoal barbecue, typically. One of the very, very best things about Belize, the most fun, exciting, interesting, is buses. And I haven't mentioned it yet, but I yesterday released an episode, my first interview with the owner of a really cool hostel I stayed at here. And so hopefully you had a chance to listen to that. If not, like I said, it was released yesterday and we briefly mentioned the buses. So I'm gonna tell you about those. Basically, the country's tiny, as I told you, the size of Massachusetts. And I really only explored into the interior going west to the Guatemalan border from Belize City and then out to the Kays. So I only covered one highway. And it, the buses are just super easy. First of all, the buses themselves are old, retired U.S. school buses. So base color of yellow, but they're usually painted various other colors. And they're just, you get on, and as far as I can tell, the bus driver is able to customize the interior however he wants. So there's, like, there's quotes, there's, like, colorful ceilings, and they're always playing music reggaeton, reggae, like just they're fun and loud and it's just really like a cool environment. There's, there's, as uh, Maddie mentioned in the interview, there's like, you'll see Mennonites. There's Mennonites that live here, these German communities of people wearing like old style clothes with like the hats or the bonnets for the females and the dresses and you'll see just everybody, like not, as far as I can tell, the bus is the preferred way of travel and it's just so easy because you get on and there's bus stops every like quarter mile and 
you just wait at them until a bus stops and hop on and you just tell it where you want to get off. So there's, there's no, and, and you don't have to get on or off at the bus stops. It's very free. Like just wherever you're on the road with your thumb up, they'll stop, pick you up, you get on. There's no, you don't tap a card. You don't pay a machine. You just get on, find an open seat. And then there's like a person who goes around and collects cash in a fanny pack and you just tell him where you're going. He gives you the price. And even the very longest trip is only nine Belize. So from Belize City to the border is like nine Belize, which is 450 US. So it's very inexpensive. And it's just a fun experience. And, and you sit down and people start talking to you and giving you advice, telling you where to go, things, things they recommend. So if you go to Belize take the bus as much as you can because you're going to come away with some really fun stories. And the way I got down here was I took the bus from Playa del Carmen in Mexico to Belize City. And it was a, it's a night bus, so I had, I had to get on at midnight 30. And then it was like 40 bucks for a nine-hour bus ride down to Belize City. So I arrived in the early morning. And then from there, I took the Belize local buses, which are these really cool, fun school buses. One thing I noticed walking around Belize is where in the U.S. you would see signs everywhere and rules like don't park here, no smoking, don't litter, you know, all these things that you're accustomed to seeing all over the U.S. Where you would see those, there's positive messages typically in Belize, which is really cool and creates a, a fun environment and like I said, the bus drivers will decorate their own buses. And so these old U.S. school buses where, where there's over a no smoking sign, I saw one driver had put amor con amor se paga, which in Spanish is love with love is paid. Or I created a list, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through some of these. I saw one that said on his driver's uh, sunblock sunscreen thing there it said surround yourself with people who want to lift you higher life is already filled with those who want to bring you down and there's alley artwork like murals all over the place one of them in san ignacio said we have come too far and sacrificed too much to disdain the future on a trash can there was written onto it beta no lida that's kind of the Creole. They, they drop the ER and replace it with an A. So I thought that was kind of fun. Um, another one on the bus, without litter, Belize will glitter. Another alleyway mural with Bob Marley, live the life you love. And let's see, somewhere else I saw, life is short, eat more ice cream. So yeah, these there's just these constant colorful murals and people decorate their their walls of their businesses with these messages which I think is a nice touch one of the really cool things I did out here while I was in the interior of Belize is the ATM cave which is a Mayan it's a Mayan name acronyms and I'm not going to try to say it but just search ATM cave and you'll find it and this was one of those truly Indiana Jones adventures that I mentioned at the top. And it's this five 
kilometer long cave of which about one kilometer is open and popularly used for tours and it's you walk from the parking lot like 45 minutes to get to the the mouth of the cave and then you have to swim in so it's it's water from the start you swim and then it it leads to this trail and there's just these massive cavernous areas and then so it goes from like really big open caverns to these really tight squeezes including some areas where you literally have to maneuver so that your head can or your neck can squeeze between two rocks like it gets that tight your head goes into like a little opening and your your neck squeezes between two rocks and then multiple swim throughs and at the end of a kilometer you get to a ladder a wooden or not it's not wooden it's a it's a steel ladder and it's it's tied down it's all safe and you the only way you can do this by the way is with a local guide so i'll talk more about that in a second but you climb this ladder you get up onto this higher area within the cave and up there is where mayans did certain rituals certain every 50 years they would in a in a um alliance with certain celestial patterns they would do sacrifices and rituals and things so there's pottery and skeletal remains skulls you can see the there's like certain indents in the skulls where you can see the way that they killed these the sacrifices and it's uh it's all very well preserved it's just a really really cool fun experience and the whole thing cost 110 dollars which got me the transportation there from the hostel to the cave it got a tour which was like probably a four or five hour thing and then lunch afterwards so highly recommend it's definitely an indiana jones style adventure another very cool experience was the shunan tunic mayan ruins so from the hostel took a the local bus out to pretty near the guatemala belize border and you hop out and there's this hand cranked ferry so it's this floating platform that holds four cars and then as many people as can cram onto it and it's totally free you just walk on and there's a guy the the platform is connected to either side of the river by a steel cable and then there's a guy with a hand crank and a wheel connected to that cable and he just literally starts cranking and it it moves you across the river and it's not far it takes four minutes probably but um yeah very unique experience in and of itself and then from that ferry it's about a mile to the site of the ruins and a belizean guy i started up this hill and a belizean guy gave me a ride and uh, offered him some money but he he refused again another example of the kindness of these people and so I, there's a couple bucks to enter the park. I think it was like four, but this is my third Mayan ruins and by far the coolest one. It's a 130 foot tall pyramid. It's a very small, it, it wasn't as big of a footprint as Tulum, but it was these two plazas that are surrounded by really, really nicely intact pyramids, including a huge one um, at the very end and 
it was it was wet so it was really slippery and and pretty sketchy i was i'm not super scared of heights but i was it i wanted to make sure i had a hand grab the whole time i was i was going up and then standing at the top there's no railings or anything to uh prevent a slip over the side of this thing and the sounds you heard at the 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 top of the show the black mexican howler monkeys those were the sound as i was walking throughout this entire plaza those things were everywhere far away i didn't i didn't see them up close but it sure sounded like it it was so loud you have to experience it for yourself but the pyramid was just really impressive that this thing is you know well over a thousand years old and just massive so after i was done in the interior of belize i took water ferries from belize city out to Kay cocker and there's two actually there's a, there's a lot of these k's these islands c-a-y-e k's and so I, my first destination was Kay cocker and i spent a night there and i thought i would like it more than i actually did and the reason a huge reason for that was the weather it was raining it's it's a pretty rainy time since i've been here and the rain is really unusual by the way it'll there'll be no warning there's no like this in other places i've been you can the rain starts soft and it, it gradually picks up until it reaches a, set, a steady state and then it leaves slowly too here it's like no warning just torrential downpour and then it stops just as quickly as it started and so it'll torrentially downpour for like 10 minutes and then it'll be dry for like three hours and repeat just over and over throughout the day so anyways big reason i didn't like k cocker is the roads the roads are unpaved so the roads in effect were mud and i was slipping all over the place like i almost ate it multiple times and just covered in mud my shoes my legs and it's really interesting because i only saw one truck the entire time it was it's all golf carts and and not that many just just a handful but when i came over to this other island of san pedro or the city of san pedro on ambergris k it's totally another story it's paved which is nice and there's just hundreds of golf carts like you'll see traffic jams with like 20 25 golf carts lined up tourists locals because the streets are so tiny that they couldn't accommodate full-sized vehicles and there are some there's taxis that'll be like minivans or yeah mostly minivans but um yeah just golf carts are the way to do it golf carts and bicycles so if you try walking as a pedestrian it's really tough and it smells like propane all right i'm gonna close out this episode with one final anecdote so i was heading out walking down the street to a bus stop and there was these guys hanging out on their front porch in their front yard and they started talking to me from the street and they called me and they're like hey come smoke a joint with us man and i won't comment whether i accepted that particular offer or not but i ended up hanging out with them for several hours and they're just bragging to me about belize t telling me about all the beautiful sights the culture 
just sharing just with pride in a non-bragging way, just a genuinely prideful way about their country. And this scene will always stick with me vividly. Just, I can just picture it right now. It was, we're sitting under this like corrugated roof. Their laundry is, is drying on the line. There's chickens and rabbits and stray dogs and trash and just a lot of these signs of a developing country and it's torrentially downpouring. There's rain just everywhere and a lot of signs of a developing country. And um, the guy says, like almost tearing up as he's telling me about Belize, he says, Belize is such a beautiful country, man. We are so blessed to be from here. And I, I just just that that like gratitude that attitude towards life and towards Belize by its people just sums up everything that I've experienced over the past several days so that's it